Once upon a time, there was the Empire, Nethril. Imagine a realm where mages have boundless power, where tops of mountains are hewn from their foundations, freed from their earthly bounds, and lifted up to the skies, where radiant cities sprawl on heavenly terrain, where citizens use magic as naturally as breathing. Imagine being bound only by the limits of your creativity and will. Imagine a paradise of luxury, a carefree life of power and pleasure. Now, imagine that beneath the floating cities, beneath the verdant ground of glistening blue lakes and fertile farmlands, there unfolds insidious threat, a nefarious spell that leeches all life and energy from the surface until crops fail, animals die, and the weave, the very fabric of magic, begins to waver. Imagine one of the mages, an arrogant prodigy named Carsis decides the solution resides in his ambitions of godhood. He kills my precursor, Mistral, goddess of magic, realizes too late he can't handle the burden of her inherited mantle. And then he accomplishes the very thing he sought to prevent. He unmakes the weave. He unmakes magic. In the absence of magic, the airborne cities plummet, crashing to the ground in a horrific massacre of all who live thereon. What remains of the once lush landscape bleeds out into waste and becomes the desert, Anorak. The glorious Nethril is no Y'all, <laughs> uh, Karsis messed up. He messed up real bad. So bad that the event is called Karsis's Folly. And let's be real, they shouldn't call it that. They should call it Karsis Fucked Up. <clears throat> this, of course, is only a very shortened very one-sided account of what happened. Maybe what a basic knowledge role on Nethril would get you. There's a lot more to the rise and fall of Nethril than just the story of a power-hungry mage going against a goddess. It's a fascinating and complex weaving of societal hubris and existential threats. An empire of greed and waste hurtling towards its own demise. The aftermath is rich with juicy secrets, political ambitions, powerful artifacts, truly evil monsters, and lots of memorable surprises for adventurers as they explore ruins of what was once the greatest empire known to humankind. 
Katie, and in today's reading of the Tome of Dungeoneering, let's explore how you and your players can benefit from the lore of Nethril. As one of the most notable events in Forgotten Realms lore, the fall of Nethril boasts a dragon's wealth of reference materials. A trove of era-by-era descriptions and stories are spelled out for us in the 1996 book, Nethril, Empire of Magic. There's a companion adventure module from the same year, How the Mighty Are Fallen. The Empire gets a section in the later 2005 work, The Lost Empires of Faerun, and there's an entire guidebook to the Ruined Desert from 1991, Anorak. Without spoiling too much, there's even been new content released for Nethril Adventures in the last couple of years. So, if you're looking for a pre-built, fully fleshed out adventure with a ton of details, maps, and adventure hooks, hey, this is it. But, since we are reading from the Tome of Dungeoneering, where homebrews are best brews, let's also see how we can make this adventure our own. Since there's so much information about Nethril out there, and it can get overwhelming pretty quickly, today's episode will stick to a facts that just a low or average roll would get your players about Nethril, and we will explore two popular ways of using the Empire's Fall for fantastic plot and flavor. One of the most obvious adventures for a Fall of Nethril campaign is having players explore the ruins of a fallen city. At first glance, you might be tempted to go immediately to the desert and a rock for your setting. And that's an awesome adventure, to be sure. But when you are homebrewing, remember, the ruins of a netheral city can be anywhere you want. The cities floated. Mages could fly from city to city. They 100% had the capability to steer these mountaintops through the skies and go almost anywhere they wanted. Maybe one of these enclaves of mages decided, hey guys, let's take the Netherese version of a cruise, and navigated the entire city to another part of the world for purely tourism purposes. What would those ruins be like? What kind of artifacts would they hold? Maybe one of the enclaves was dedicated to research before the uh, era of sloth and decadence that settled upon the empire, and a team of mages took their city to a jungle with the intention to study the wildlife there. What stranded the city there? What were the mages working on before their demise? And what did they find in the jungle? Did they have anything particularly uh, dangerous um, and persistent that was held captive in their labs that might still be there now? And, you know, that aside... What else is living in the ruins now? Maybe a group of mages had the foresight to pick up and move before the fall of Nethril. Maybe they parked their city somewhere safe. So instead of a shattered ruin, your players get to see all the marvels of a yet glorious Nethril city. Actually, in the lore, there are some cities that survive the fall through divine intervention. They are still impacted by the restructuring of magic, but that's a lot of folks now without the daily amenities that Magic once provided. What do they do? Are their descendants still living in the landed city? Did they abandon it? The ruins of Nethril offer great potential for players to unfold the story of the fallen city, 
Discover powerful artifacts from a time soaked in magic and fight whatever terrifying apparitions have been drawn to the city or that have taken up nearby residents. Another common plot is for players to visit Netheril during the Age of Decline, the Shadowed Age. The adventure module How the Mighty Are Fallen explores this setup, and it is truly a great resource. Players can find spell components for the level 12 spell that Karsus uses to kill the goddess Mistral, uh, they could end up squaring off with a golden dragon, or find themselves up against an army of the undead. It's fantastic. And it gives some plausible ways for players to get to the city, if they aren't living during that age already. So whether it's the entire party tripping out from poisoned arrows, <laughs> or a time gate set up by the goddess Mistral herself, there's a lot of fun paths to take. This is a great setup for parties who might want a break from constant combat, giving them an opportunity to explore the culture and politics of the region. What would it be like to visit a city where magic is absolutely ubiquitous? Where spells are cast without any thought? Where most every task, from buttoning up your trousers to sweeping the floor, is done with a snap of the fingers? Would your party be successful in disguising themselves and exploring? Or would they immediately stick out as outsiders and get booted out of the city? Hey, did that person just pull up their pants without magic? Grab the magic pitchforks! And as fun as it might be to imagine all the wonders of a still-functioning city, we would be remiss to leave out what was happening below, on the ground. In the shadowed age of Nethril, and probably for some time before, there was a distinct separation of classes between the denizens of the floating cities, that's high Nethril, and the residents stuck on the ground, or low Nethril. Remember that nefarious spell that we mentioned before? The one that was draining all the life out of the land? That hit the people on the ground hard. They were sick and starving, but the mages and their flying enclaves couldn't be bothered with it, until the lack of food production started eating into their revenue. Oh no, I have to spend money importing food from other areas. How will I afford my rare owlbear fur coat and matching accessories now? Blah. <laughs> Maybe your party can help try to search for the source of the life-draining spell. Maybe they can try to convince the mages of High Netheril to see humanity. Or at least some god's damn reason. Maybe they can try evacuating the citizens of Lower Netheril before you know, mountaintops start falling out of the sky. <laughs> Those are two big ways to fold the fall into your plot, but there's so much more to explore and incorporate into an adventure. How will you use the fall of Nethril in your campaign? As always, we want to take a moment at the end of the episode to tell you guys thank you. When you like and subscribe and share our show with your friends or when you support us on Patreon, Y'all, it means the world to us. It's, it's you guys. It's your continued support that lets us follow this passion. And if you know somebody else who might enjoy our show, please consider sharing our episodes with them. If you want to support us directly, uh, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. You can find more information at patreon.com slash into the dungeon and more of our content at inthedungeon.com. Thanks, everyone. We can't wait to read you another chapter from the Tome of Dungeoneering.
Hey, hey, is an owl bear.